Welcome back to Second Takes Podcast, episode six. Today's a big show. We got some big games, big, big games throughout all the leagues going on right now. But uh, most importantly for us, we have a special guest on today. Uh, this guy's lived from the basement on Baldwin Street to the 62nd floor of One Bloor and everything in between. He is a Rotman superstar. He's a diehard Drew Brees fan, LeBron James fan. He hates everything that I love, and I can't wait to have this conversation with him. Ladies and gentlemen, the big body, Karsten Clancy, joined Second Takes today. Welcome to the show. Highly, highly anticipated. Nice. Nice to be on. Nice to be on, man. This has been a long time coming, and you know, I'm I'm ready. I got my, I got Jack in my corner. We're uh, we're right where we need to be right now. So are you are you actually ready though? Like you're you're fishing right now. Like how <laughs> serious are you taking this? Oh, dude, listen. I I can. This is this is how easy it is for me. I can be out here fishing and be doing this, and you know, still have no chance. So it's okay. <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for like mid show. He gets super excited talking about LeBron, just like falls off the boat into the water. <laughs> I just, that I just, he, I just woke up this morning. I was happen. like, I was like, yo, like I'm about to get roasted. And Tristan even texted me. Everybody, Tristan texted me saying, Ben, you're about to get roasted for the next hour of your life. As soon as I woke up, so I was like, I know, but I'm, I'm fully ready for this. I'm excited to have. You know, you on Karsten, and obviously Jack's a big LeBron guy as well. So, I mean, lots are go- lots is going on right now. Lots, to- lots to talk about. Yeah, I've been using I know. for a long one when he saw my uh, Instagram story on second takes there. <laughs> yeah, me. yeah, that was that was a telltale. Uh, hey, you know what? LeBron is, uh, you know, he's the man of the hour right now, and he really is the man of uh, of all time. If we're gonna go in that conversation, but oh my god, it's been yeah. two minutes. Man. It's been two minutes. <laughs> So how, how are we feeling? How are we feeling about the game last night? Uh, I'll go first here. Uh, not gonna lie, I didn't watch a ton of the game. I was watching the uh, marquee Thursday night football matchup, Gardner Minshew against the Beard. But I, I was kind of following along there, and I followed uh, the last five minutes there, and I tuned in for LeBron's huge block on Jamal when he locked down in the last couple minutes there. And from what I've heard and from what I've understand, oh, it doesn't matter. LeBron gets fouled every single play. Oh my! Yes. What I understand, LeBron checked in on Jamal the last couple minutes and kind of sealed the deal for him. I don't know, Ben. You can probably go more into that because I know you're watching the game and crying. Yeah, I, I think um, you know one. Uh, I don't think LeBron's the greatest of all time. That's not a hot take for me. Everyone knows that. I think that, but like one thing, I very I do respect him, and I do respect you know how great he is. And growing up as a little kid, I was a big Chicago Bulls fan. And, like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but, like, those Bulls teams in, like, the early 2010s, I was a huge Derrick Rose fan because, like, I have family in Chicago. Like, I love the Lakers and I love the Bulls. But they're different, two different conferences. And we don't have about – and that was before I moved to Toronto. So, like, I wasn't even a Raptors fan. Big Toronto, big Celtics guy. I hate the Celtics. Jimmy Butler fan, too. Heat fan. No, I'm definitely not. Ben's Ben's a a fair-weather fan. He's a fan of the the team that's – LeBron was playing these Bulls teams in the early 2010s, and I remember, like, Derrick Rose would just be going off for three quarters, and then LeBron would DM up in the fourth, and he'd be mute. Like, it was just like – and I really respected that because, you know, he's 6'8", 6'9", 250, and he's keeping up with these, like, 6'3 guards, and I think that's, like, so spectacular. And his 17th year in the league, he steps out there last night, and 
you know, Jamal Murray's making crazy shots. Like he made, you know, five highlight reel shots probably last night. And, you know, yeah. LeBron went on him and I respect that decision. And I wouldn't say he's the man of the hour. I mean, Anthony Davis didn't miss a shot for the first like eight minutes of the game. He had 36 points or whatever. Like Anthony Davis is the best player on the Lakers right now. Point blank. And Anthony, like, Anthony Davis is the best player on the Lakers right now. Anthony Davis is the best player in the bubble on the Lakers right now. And like, I don't think it's that hot of a take. Like, I'm not so going to say best player in the bubble then. Um, since the Lakers are the best team. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, what, what I'll say to that is like, I think what we're seeing right now is LeBron has taken Anthony Davis and taken his confidence through all year of kind of, you know, getting him, getting him his touches and all that is it's now taken him mm-hmm. to like another level. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, AD, AD's playing. Like, the start of the game last night, I was like, AD had it just cooking. Like, he was, what, 7 for 7 at the start? 7 for – like, that's crazy. Yeah, he was he was cooking. And then he should have had that N one too that they didn't call. It was it, – uh, He didn't miss any insane. free throws. Like, you know, he's getting a lot of slack for not rebounding a ton. He only had four or five rebounds. But, like, he's just playing his game on the outside and he's cooking Jeremiah Grant or Jokic if they, if he steps out on him, like these guys can't guard him. Like that's my thing with, you know, why I would want to see the Clippers play. And like, that's a other story, but like, you know, Harold could at least kind of body Davis. And then, you know, who's trying to guard LeBron? Like, is it that Miles guy? Is it Grant? Like, what are we saying here? Like, Jamal Murray's too small. Like, I mean, if you can Mike Malone. Right, literally. Like, maybe you should get Mike Malone out there. Yeah, exactly. It might, it might need him, honestly. These guys, are, these guys are too little. And you know what? It's just, it's just a mismatch, you know? It's just a mismatch of a series. It's going to be – Dwight Howard uh, had five offensive rebounds in the first, like, four minutes. And I was like, yeah, this game's over. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. The thing with uh, AD there, they I don't know who was talking about. It, it was one of the analysts. They I might have been Jalen or something. He was just saying that this situation with LeBron and AD, like AD kind of taking charge and LeBron letting him do his thing, yeah. is kind of similar to the Miami Heat one back in the day when D, after they lost that first title and D Wade kind of started deferring to LeBron and told him like it's his show to run and like he knows he's the best player on the team. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing what LeBron is doing with AD right now. Kind of I like that. Thing, letting him cook, and LeBron's doing like the rest and what he needs to do type thing, rebound yeah. assist and facilitate. Yeah. I think the thing that we're not we're not talking about as not, as much as we should be is playoff Rondo's back, and like playoff oh, yeah. Rondo might be might be the most legit thing in sports other than playoff Paul George or oh my god. <laughs> or, <laughs> Have you guys ever seen anyone disappear more than Paul George did in that in no. that Clippers series? It was just embarrassing. Like honestly, like Paul George can never be called playoff P again. Like I don't want to hear it. I don't like. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I, I think Kawhi Leonard has to be looking at what just transpired and being pretty frustrated. I mean, the rap like the Raptors were at Game Seven of the second round against a better Celtics team, but you can't tell me if Kawhi wasn't on that team, they're not going to the the NBA Finals. Like they, they I think they absolutely. Oh, easily, are. easily, easily. And I mean, easily. you know, yeah, they play the games for a reason. They're in the finals. Anything can happen. So that's a tough decision for Kawhi to look back on. But at the same time, you know, one thing I said to Jack earlier, uh, in one of our other episodes was, you look at it and 
LeBron James's teams are meant to be more cohesive because he's a very cohesive player. Yeah. And other teams yeah. take longer to gel. So this whole time off thing going into a bubble, that hurts the Clippers exponentially. Whereas LeBron comes back and he's been working out and he's in shape and he's a great facilitator. He's like, I'm going to get everyone involved. And so, you know, the chemistry comes back faster. And that's not the case for a team like the Clippers. And I think that this break really hurt them. You know, the whole load management thing in the regular yeah. season didn't have them. Yeah. You know, Paul George and Kawhi didn't play a ton of games together. Yeah. I mean, not making any excuses. They choked. They were they should have won. They were the better team. They were up 3-1, and they lost it. I mean, no excuses. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, I don't want no excuses. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I think we all got robbed of a great Western Conference Finals and the Clippers and the Lakers and Denver's yeah. putting up a big fight. But they just don't have the horses, I think. Like, and the Lakers are just too good. <laughs> in a way. They, they just are. And, and you look at it and you, you got to say, like, you know, Jamal Murray has been playing amazing. And, like, what if, what if he wasn't playing like this? Like, this wouldn't even be a conversation of no. a series, you know? Like, it's, I definitely uh, – yeah, I, I definitely can see that, like, it could be 2-2 right now because, I mean, Anthony Davis had a buzzer beater when they were down one. Like, the series could be 2-2, but it feels like the Lakers are in control every single night, like, in a way. Yeah, it really does. It really – I mean, you know – what do you expect? You got the, you got the best player of all time on your team, you know, and uh, one of the best players in the league as well, and Anthony Davis, and that's what you get. But to to touch on the Clippers thing, I really think like that's a consequence of them, you know, just front running and not taking the regular season seriously. Like they, every night they were like, you know, you'd see Pat Beverly on the bench, you know, laughing, you know, making fun of other teams. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was really happy to see them go out. Really happy. Cause, yeah, because um, you thought they could beat your Lakers possibly. <laughs> That's why you were happy. <laughs> I feel like every... Percy, like, going back. What's that? What's that? What are you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say, I think every LeBron James hater, led by, you know, Ben Bazarin here, um, was became a became a Clippers fan overnight, you know, because they. <laughs> I will say they they probably had the best chance of of knocking out the Lakers for sure. Percy, yeah. you going back to the Clippers there, and you talked with them like front running type thing, and kind of just figuring they'd make to the Western Conference Final, no problem. Do you think that's more on the players or on Doc Rivers as like a championship pedigree coach, not? kind of step it in saying hey guys like we need to step it up or like we're going out right now mm-hmm. I think it's on Doc Rivers man and I, I this may be a hot take but I I think Doc Rivers has to take some accountability for all this especially the fact that he has been I think a part of three blown 3-1 leads in the last um, 10 years or something like that um, like that 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 didn't happen by accident right and I think like at a certain point in time we're gonna look at Doc and be like what has he really done? You know, um, he's had yeah. some amazing teams, and it just seems to me like he hasn't made the most of it. Uh, he's sure he's won, but um, you know. I completely agree. Like, you look yeah. at the teams that Doc Rivers has had. Up Rondo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Those teams that were in Boston, they only got the two finals, and they only won one. Like, were they more talented than Kobe's Lakers teams? Probably. You know, should they have lost to or like should why didn't they get to the finals in two thousand nine? Like why was it Orlando? I put that on LeBron too. Just so we're all clear. 
Like, LeBron starved the world of the greatest finals matchup possibly ever, which would have been Kobe versus LeBron. Like, that's a finals matchup we all wanted. Young, athletic, uh, almost prime. Like, you got to say, 2009-2010, LeBron was basically prime LeBron against, like... Oh, I don't know. Prime, but, like, prime athletic LeBron. Sure. Yeah, prime athletic. Like, he was winning MVPs. Like, he was, like... I mean, it it was a debate to be had that he was the best player in the world at that time. And then Kobe was obviously, like, debate to be had the best player in the world at that time. And that was a finals match. It was every Christmas Day game. It was always those two teams. And we wanted to see it in the finals. And LeBron starved us of that. And I think that's something, like, I will definitely hold over him. Because, like, he's made a ton of finals. Great. Not nine of them. 07 is, like, a write-off. Because, like, I don't even know how that happened. And then they got swept. So, like, that sucks. But, like, you know, there's certain matchups oh, you really want to see. You, there's certain here matchups you really want to see. And yeah, I like them jumping in here, Ben. I like yeah. how this went from Doc Rivers and a yeah. job yeah. playing LeBron for something yeah. that happened 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And Ben's like, yeah, I got swept there. You know what, Ben? I just, <laughs> I, I, it's going to be a long, this is going to be a long next couple of weeks for you when you got to see LeBron hoisting that trophy, getting another finals MVP. <laughs> You know, he's and, not getting like, finals MVP. Anthony Davis is getting finals MVP. Oh, he's easily getting finals MVP. Oh my god. All no, right. Anthony Davis might. Anthony Davis might, if I'm being honest. But what I will say is that you know, I could be could get to six rings and you know, if, I don't really know. You're what at three right now. Like take it one season at a time, man. Like you don't even have this ring. Like you never made the finals yet. Like, oh my god, we're about to get six <laughs> rings. Like, this is my problem with LeBron LeBron's fans, won, man. LeBron's won 11 playoff games to the Lakers, but he's getting six rings, no problem. Like, what oh, easily. are you saying right now? Easily, he easily. Might get eight. Yeah, he might we're get eight. Russell. Not, <laughs> one, not one, not two, <laughs> not three, not this four. Is what he was talk- yeah, this is what he was talking about. You just didn't see 80 was in the, ba- in the, in the background of that. <laughs> Of that whole meeting there, he was like watching on and he was looking at him. He's like, Yeah, AD was eight years old. Yeah, AD was like in grade 10 at that point. I think <laughs> he wasn't even like we're gonna oh, see a 53 year old LeBron hosting his 12th title. Bronny just smoking weed in the front there, <laughs> playing shooting guard for him. I will say that if anybody could play this game when they're 45, like it could be LeBron. I like, I literally or turned to my Carter. Right. But I literally turned to my dad last night and said the combined basketball IQ of Rajon Rondo and LeBron James might be more than the entire Denver Nuggets team. Yeah. Like, they're so (laughs) – they're so – and that's not taken away from Denver. Like, Jokic is brilliant, and, like, Jamal Murray's great out there. But, like, those two guys are so battle-tested and so smart with the basketball and know how to play in big games and big situations. I respect it. And it's so fun to watch. Like, I, there's one specific play that's going to be in no highlight clips because Kyle Kuzma missed the shot. But LeBron spins to the middle. Oh, yeah. It's like double, triple team. Double, oh, boy, yeah. sorry. How are you? Double, double, triple team. And then, like, finds Kuzma on the wing somehow through all this traffic. Yeah. And Kuzma missed the shot, I think. But, like, the fact that LeBron saw him and Reggie Miller started talking about his vision, I was just like, you're right. Like, that was crazy. It was ridiculous. He's, yeah. He's, you know, obviously uh, on the Mount Rushmore of basketball, top five of all time for a reason. 
Um, I'm not saying he's the goat. Like I just don't. Top, wait, hold up. I just don't top. firmly believe that he's the goat. But he's top five. Top, top five, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> when did he become? All of a sudden, he went from top two to top five. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have my number one set in stone, and then two to five is just kind of like whoever wants to play. Who are you? Who are you putting? Okay, who's your top five on the record right now? Um. Michael, number one. And I say Michael's number one, but I think Kobe's the most skilled player of all time. But Michael is more athletic okay. with bigger hands. But I think Kobe's most skilled. Um, two to five, I'm going with Kareem, Magic. This is in no order, like just like four players Kareem, Magic, Kobe, and LeBron. Okay. okay. Like, I don't even think it's that hot of a take. I don't. I don't. I would say my my top five. I hey, got. Give me yours. Give me yours. Okay. Okay. So for now, for now, Michael's still number one. Okay. LeBron. Let's go. A whole everyone shut up for a moment. Like let's just go on record that Carson Clancy said Michael Jordan is the best player of all time. Still is the best now. player. Okay. LeBron's career isn't done, but what I will say is like on the path LeBron's on, I think LeBron will over, overtake him eventually. So I got Michael one. LeBron two, Kareem three, and then I got um, Magic four, and I got Shaq five. You're putting Shaq above Kobe and Duncan and Hakeem. Yeah. And Bird and and Wilt. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever see Wilt, like, actually play when he was putting up those insane numbers, like, at the very start? When he was dropping That's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I, I just I just don't know how I'm gonna I don't I don't know what to do with that though. Cause he's playing against like you know me out there pretty much, you know, like I was guarding him. <laughs> well anybody can score hundred points two. against you, man. Oh okay, <laughs> on that topic on that on that topic of Carson playing professional basketball. We were talking about that in our group chat and Ben was convinced that he could make threes in the game for LeBron James. I could. Oh man, you if think LeBron if LeBron's driving, Karsten, you see me play enough basketball. LeBron's yeah. driving to the hoop, and he kicks it out, and I'm wi- I'm wide open for three. I'm talking like KCP, Danny Green. I'm wide Kuzma, open. Kuzma, like Kuzma right. open. Yeah, yeah. Do you not yeah, think I can? They're, they're, they're leaving you, you wide open. Do you not think you I can make shoot. a couple of those shots, Carson? Like I, I think I could. No, you definitely could. You definitely could. But that would only work if he passed you the ball. You know, that's the amount of disrespect he's hearing. He'd probably be like, you know what? I don't need to pass it to you. It's okay. <laughs> No, but you got, you got, you got, I'm not going to lie. You got one of the nicest uh, three-point shots I've seen. So, for sure. That's for Spocks. For sure. Yeah. Jack's a hater. Jack was like, no, you suck. You never make anything. I was like, okay. Darcy <laughs> clearly didn't hang out the YMCA when he was a child. <laughs> <laughs> but... I want to see Jack out there. Actually, I kind of want I kind of want Jack to come out and uh, you know get cooked a little bit on the court. I feel like that could be <laughs> that can be some good entertainment. Yeah, I, uh, my basketball career consisted of playing defense. It was like middle school basketball, where I was like still like the tallest guy out there for every started growing. It was like consisted of defense and running fast breaks and putting in layups, basically. Layup, layup drills. There you go. Yeah, like basically, that's basically my game was layup drills. 
You know what, I, though? You guys, you guys need to see me, uh, you know, if Jack hits the, the ball court, you guys, you guys need to see me on the golf course because oh that, that's a sight, it's a sight to behold, trust me. This guy's going to be Carson, looking like... Send me a video of your swing, and like, it looks like half decent coming back, and then like you got to the top, and like, literally looked like you had a seizure, and then like slapped the ball, and I was like, I, I, almost, I was on the ground like crying, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Carson, you know what you need to do? You need to, this winter, be lifting weights every day, eating 5,000 calories, and just hope that the Bryson DeChambeau uh, osmosis mentality comes to you, and maybe you can be good at golf after that. <laughs> There's a big chest. Dude, the big chest, I'm telling you, it helps when you rotate your hips, you know, the chest. It's, it's all How? The chest. How does those two <laughs> things correlate whatsoever? <laughs> That's how I get all the all the momentum on my backswing, you know. Jack, I do want to ask you about uh, about Deshambo while we're on the topic. Um, I want to, you know, McElroy comes out and says he's not sure if it's good for the game or bad for the game, which usually means it's bad for the game in that guy's perspective, and that he's not the way he envisioned the course being played. And if not, you know, people think it's not sustainable. What are your takes on this whole thing? You know, Deshambo's a polarizing figure in the game of golf right now. You know, a lot of people don't like what he's doing. What are your takes on it, and what do you think about him moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I like with regards to sustainability, I don't think it's sustainable. Like this guy's eating like seventy thousand calories a day, and just he was playing. Uh, I think it was his first or second round, and uh, one of the on-course uh, announcers like, yeah, he's already uh, down five protein shakes. Like, I don't think, like, from, like, a body, like, a physical standpoint, it's, it's sustainable. But, like, with regards to the actual golf, like, I don't have a problem with it at all. Like, he saw something that he thought gave him, like, a distinct advantage over everyone else in the field. And he's out there hitting balls, like, 380 down the middle. And even if he's missing the fairway, he didn't really care. He's just hitting wedges in the green type thing. So, I really don't have a problem with what he's doing. Like, I think he's, I think he's a weirdo. Like, I watched some of his interviews after, and he's just, like, I, it just seems like super awkward to me and stuff. And he got kind of awkward when they asked him about bulking up. So I don't know if there's something else there or he's uh, doing some illegal things. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the guys are kind of just pissed off. Like Rory used to be the longest guy in the world and had a huge advantage over everyone with his distance. Now Bryson's out there hitting it 40, 50 yards past him like it's right. nothing. And I mean, I don't know. I really don't have a problem with it. If I, like if he's going to win tournaments and it's working, then like keep doing what you're doing basically. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, people can hate his antics or whatever, like what, his approach to the game and that it's ruining the game. You know, people want to roll back the golf ball and stuff. I'm like, this guy found uh, an, his, his little niche. Like, he found a way to be competitive at the highest level and to make himself great. And, like, the fact that he has, you know, wedges in out of the rough, he doesn't care. He hit nine, he hit nine out of 36 fairways over the weekend at the U.S. Open. That's horrible. Yeah. That doesn't win I U.S. Open. the lowest percentage of fairways hit by – a champion like twenty three, and the next worst is like Tiger twenty nine or something. Right. So like, and how strong was Tiger? You know, to get it out of the rough and stuff when he won U.S. Opens, he was. That's another know. thing too. Like you see Tiger in his prime, he's hitting it like thirty yards past everybody. Right. And they had to make golf courses longer for Tiger. So and people didn't really complain then, like, oh, this guy's amazing. But now that Bryson's just going a step further, I don't know. I felt kind of bad for the guy because like someone was getting like chirped for winning. Yeah, like that, that's got to be so hard. And, like, I think people idolize Tiger for, like, um, 
you know, working out and, um, you know, being strong, you know, having that flexibility, the torque and, um, and, and, and you know, Bryson DeChambeau just eats a lot and he lifts a lot of weights, heavy weights, and people are just killing him for it. And I feel bad. I honestly do. Like, you're right. But he is a bit of a show off in a way. And like, you know, when he says he wants to live to 130, everyone's just kind of like, who is this guy? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think that I have too big of a problem with it, but I understand that he must be frustrated and you know, when Brandel Chambly is on Golf Channel saying, like, you know, criticizing him or whoever is, like, that's got to be tough to hear after you just win, like, the greatest achievement of your life. Like, that kind of sucks. Like, this is what yeah. you've been working for your entire life, basically. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I uh, appreciate what he's doing for the game because he's kind of taking the game and taking to another level. And, like, everybody else has to start playing catch-up, essentially. And, like, I, like with Augusta coming up in six weeks, like I really don't see a way that he loses there. Like if he's gonna have wedge in every hole, there's no rough there. Yeah, he can hit the ball literally wherever he wants as long as he's on the golf course, and he's gonna have wedge in every single hole. Yeah, I mean that's that's spectacular. And he's also a fantastic putter. He putted amazing this week. Like that's respect. That's the like, thing too. Like he's not just hitting it far; he's putting better than everybody. Like last year, he was first on tour in like putts uh, inside 10 feet. He made like 91% or something absurd. That's crazy. My like 38. I was playing PGA 2K21 last night. I could not make a putt outside of two feet. I shot, <laughs> 80, I shot 84 at Augusta, 83, 84. I was like, what am I doing right now, man? And like the guys I was playing with were like even, one under. And then we played – East Lake, where they have the tour championship, and I was like 73. And they were one guy shot 60. And I was like, Yeah, I feel really, really good right now. Isn't the isn't game really hard? I saw a video of it. Yeah, it's impossible. not, it's definitely not easy. I, I will say that. It makes me want to go play real golf. And it's been storming in Vancouver for the last three days. So I'm like just sitting inside with online <clears throat> Zoom University and not loving it. How's that going? It's good, you know, learning a lot about. Um, you know, how to do this properly and professionally, you know, things with like video editing, you know, how to write properly, efficiently. Um, I think like totally different because at U of T, you know, we kind of learned about, we have a lot of, of it was self-taught and like you read a textbook, 40, you know, question, multiple choice exam. Well, there's your bin. Like there it is. You didn't, you didn't read any textbooks, but. <laughs> well, you were supposed to, and maybe that's why I was I had one mark my entire freaking career at U of T. But um, yeah, I mean, this is a lot more hands-on, a lot more learning. And if you told me three weeks ago to do some of the stuff that I can do now, it's crazy. Not that I sound any better on this podcast; I probably sound worse. But you know, that's what five hours of sleep will do for you. Playing. Hey, I was losing and I was frustrated and I just had to give it a shot. I uh, just, but I come back and cuddle up with Peanut, my favorite cuddle buddy, and get it done. That's his dog, by the way. What's that? That's his dog, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's my dog. My dog's name is Peanut. I'm allergic to peanuts. Don't kill me. It's a great pickup line. It works 37% of the time. Jack would uh. know. 
Jack would know. That might, that might, that might be pushing it, but. Wow. That's not very nice. I kind of want to kick it over to Carson and see how his fishing excursion is going. Where the hell is fishing right now? Yeah, he's out here fishing right now on Dude, the I'm, I'm just. Yeah, you know what? I'm out on, uh, I'm out in like the Kawartha Lakes, like right in uh, Peterborough area. I don't know if you guys know where that is, but. Um, Yo, yeah, is yeah. that is that like the fucking uh, dairy farm? So like we used to drink chocolate milk, like the Kawartha. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Kawartha dairy. <laughs> you remember yeah. that? After a workout, yeah. it'd be in the apartment. <laughs> that was, I feel like you'd exclusively be drinking Kawartha dairy. You know, Dude, be I loved Kawartha chocolate milk after one blower workouts. That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating pizza from Pico and just ruining the workout. Oh, the Pico! You know what? But good news, good news. The you got You guys got to come visit too. But uh, the boys are, boys are moving in back downtown next week. So the yeah, FOMO, the FOMO is gonna be crazy. Yeah, you guys got to come visit. Like I, I just hope Corona isn't that bad. You know, but. Um, yeah. That'd be oh, so if I get to see you, then it won't be that bad. Shut oh up, fuck! Isn't that the case? You know what? It's always it's always good to see you guys. Imagine though. Game Seven of the NBA Finals, and like I just fly out there to watch it with you. We're all watching it together, and just oh my god, a lot of screaming. Can't even. I can't even imagine, dude. I can't imagine like if the playoffs were were live this year, going to like a Toronto playoff game. Oh, yeah, like, that'd be so fun. So fun. So fun. I mean, there's only one team in Toronto that actually goes to the playoffs, given that the Leafs suck. And, uh, actually, Ben, this is the first year in the history of Toronto sports that the Leafs, Jays, and Raptors all made the playoffs. The Leafs didn't make the playoffs, Jack. Technically, they did. They didn't make they the, the playoffs. Bubble. They didn't, they didn't the make bubble, it. Technically. Carson, no. tell Jack the Leafs didn't make the playoffs. The Leafs did not make the playoffs. Thank so. you. It's like it's like me saying yeah, Pittsburgh made the playoffs. Like they, they didn't. They're in the bubble, so technically they did. They didn't make the playoffs, Jack. Like they were not one of the eight teams from the East for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, argument. It's like, saying, it's like saying the Pelicans made the playoffs. You know, they, they didn't. Did the Phoenix Suns not. make the playoffs? No. Jack's quiet now. Not. He's like, oh, now I'm the one getting ganged up on. No, my yeah. mom's taking pictures of me right now. I feel like a six-year-old. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of cute. Is it weird that, like, instinctively, I just started smiling? Like, just in case there's a photo of me or something. I just started smiling for it. You know what I will say, though? What? I'm, I, you know how much I love Drew Brees, right? You know, you oh, know, I know. that... Uh, I, know. I know. I'm afraid that... Um, could be the end of an era for both Breeze and Brady, but I mean, I, you know, I'm happy to see it for Brady. But um. isn't that sad, though? Isn't that it sad? is. It is sad. It is sad. He for looked Breeze. really. Not, not he looked really, really bad last week. He looked. I think the worst last part week. about that whole thing, Carson, is that you had Jameis Winston waiting in the wings to take. <laughs> he could be weirdly good or like horrible. I don't know uh, which one it's going to be, but we'll he got see. That. He had laser eye surgery this offseason. So apparently he was like playing blind, which makes sense for throwing 36 a year. Yeah, exactly. You know what, though? Brady's well on his way to eclipsing that, actually. So. <laughs> I think it's like one of the most sad things in the world, personally, to like see your childhood like sports heroes like start yeah. to like start to fade out. I'm like, that sucks. It's kind of like when you finish like a TV series and like it almost feels like real. And then at the end, you're like, well, what do I do next? 
Yeah. 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 So facts. Like in Friends, when they left the key on like the counter, I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, see ya. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, man. Boys, I, uh, boys, I got a huge fish on right now. This is okay. Okay. Are you this out is, of here? This is no, no. I, I can, I can stay on, dude. This is, this is light work, dude. I, I can think... do this for. <laughs> Do you guys hear that? Yeah, hear I heard that. Splash of the water. Oh my, dude, this thing's like. That's, is that you falling huge. in? Carson used no. to be. A, Carson used to be a professional uh, fisher, by the way. He used to get paid to do this. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so even this kidding. Is, we're going. We're going back. Oh my god. The, the ladies love it. Oh. Oh well, maybe god. Jack. Maybe we should wrap this up then. And um, yeah, Carson, was, I'm so happy to have you on. It was a lot of fun talking ball and and everything with dude, you, dude. Always. All Always, right. we got it. We got to hop back on once LeBron has his ring. Notice how I say Absolutely. once, but uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get back on this soon. Good to good to talk to you, boys. And, good to talk you know, to you, buddy. We'll, yeah. Take care, okay, everybody. See you. Right. See you guys. See you, Jocko. Peace. See ya.